this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Survivor Buffs, Blind and Banter, the podcast made by super fans with super fans for super fans. Uh, today, I'm your host, Mac, and uh, any listeners of the podcast would know that Buckles is away for the weekend, so I had to find a guest host with me. And joining me today is the most beautiful woman in the whole entire world. It's my wife, Jackie Macri. Jackie, how are you? Buckles, my man. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm Mac. I'm the other host. Uh, oh. Also your husband. I mean, I've just had Buckles in my in my lounge room every night listening to him uh, podcast, so I just get confused between Buckles and Mac. I can understand that. He's got the nice sultry voice with that deep mono- deep tones of Buckles, but I, you know, I'm also... <laughs> Your husband. Don't we'll, forget that. We miss you already, Buckles. <laughs> Please come back. This is already a train wreck. No, it's going to be great. We have a good time tonight discussing a really good episode of season 45. What an episode. I thought it was up there with the best episode of the season. Uh, lots going on and lots to discuss. Just, just before we get into the episode itself, let's just discuss your thoughts on season 45. So are you enjoying season 45? How do you compare it to other other seasons in the new era? Like what? Do you, are you, do you like what you see on the TV? I am loving what I'm seeing at the moment. I love a lot of characters. Um, controversially, I love Bruce. Uncle Bruce is great value. He seems to not know what's going on, and I love that about him. I love Kelly, Rip Kelly. Uh, Drew's facials. No, I'm very into the characters at the moment. Um, the twists are not, like, overbearing, like, to follow so yeah so far i'm really i think of the new era it's um it's shaping up to be a very very good entertaining season despite a very slow start yeah i think that's a common common sentiment is like everyone is loving this season and uh, i I mean the start was okay i didn't think it was too bad but it's definitely finding its footing after the merge there's a lot going on I think the, the the dynamics between the two original Bellow and Reba tribes are starting to play out now, and it's really coming to the fore as a, as a great season. And I think we're we're in for a good end with the next few episodes. So really excited to see where that's going. Um, so let, let's dig, let's dig into this episode. Uh, we see Kelly gets voted out uh, ten, uh, tonight or, or the other night. Um, Kelly, big player in the game from our from our perspectives at least. You said you loved her a lot. Like oh, I loved her. I loved her confessionals. I just feel like she was like a fun vibe. I feel like, yeah, I would definitely want to play with her and sad to see her go. Yeah, I was, I was actually a really big fan of Kelly. I thought she was playing a really good game. Um, I think Buckles said last week that he was super high on her as a winner pick, um, despite him picking D. He, he, he wanted to change. I said, no, you can't change to Kelly mid-season. Um, but I could definitely see what he was talking about. She was really in a good spot. She was sort of... She, I guess Bellow had their numbers, and she was the leader, in my eyes, the leader of Bellow. She was the one connecting all, all of them. And now with her gone, I do see Bellow just really crumbling around them. Like Kendra, Bruce, and Jake, she was the common link amongst them all, and, and I guess the linchpin. Without being like uh, the out-in-front leader on like as a visual, she was just sort of the spiritual leader in a way. And uh, it's really sad to see her go, because I thought she was playing a really good game. Um what do you think was sort of like the reason for her to be targeted, do you think? Uh, I think uh, the common denominator here was Bruce. And Bruce, unfortunately, was the sinking ship that ruined Kelly. 
Um, not that I actually wanted to see Bruce go yet either, because I just feel like he's he's stirring up a lot of uh, you know trouble in camp. But I feel like they were she she was tarnished with his brush. Yeah, no, definitely. He was he was constantly from what we saw the amount of times he said, "Oh, you're my number one." You know, right or die. Yeah, yeah. like she always me, and I think he just said it enough where everyone knew that was the case. And if you can't target Bruce because he's immune, maybe target his like best friend, yeah. and, and maybe she was just sort of like collateral damage for a target on Bruce. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely the case. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. sort of what we were shown, and then we sort of get see we get we get a scene with Drew saying. Without, instead of trying to split a vote with Jake and, and, and Kelly, why don't we just save that for next week with Bruce and do a Jake and Bruce split next week and just target Kelly blindside her? Which I think was an absolute boss play by Drew. Very, very smart. Yeah, Drew seems like an absolute genius player. I love, I'm loving Drew. I think his yeah. confessionals are fantastic. He seems to be like the absolute brains of the season. Yes, definitely. I, I think that was actually a really uh, brilliant move by Drew. Yeah, no, very astute move. Um, but yeah, I think Bruce... You were talking about Bruce. I, I'm, I'm loving Bruce. Like, despite what you think about his gameplay, as a character, this man is fantastic for the TV. I'm loving him. Like, even just when they're finding the um, the, ca- the cash for the auction and that, he's taking his time, he's getting his shoes on, he's, he doesn't really care. Yeah. And it's sort of, it's all gone pear-shaped for Bruce, where he's, you know, he got the least amount of money, yet he's the one that ends up with no vote at the end. Um, I guess we'll get into that in a, in a little bit, into the auction, but uh, let's, let's stick with, uh, let's stick with Kelly for a little bit. Um... So with Kelly going, like, where do you see... Who's this sort of good for? Is this good for any... Like, apart from the obvious, the Reavers, is this good for any of the Bellow tribe, do you think? Um, I do. I'm going a little bit outside the box here. I think that Bruce may end up being like the Philip Shepherd of the season that ends up getting brought along. That's, uh, that's my prediction. I feel like... Everyone's targeting for so long, and then I feel like maybe it's going to even be Drew that has the penny drop that's like, he's not going to win, he's annoyed everybody, let's drag him to the end. That's the only person that I see doing well in this is Bruce. Otherwise, I feel like Reba are going to take full control. They're a very solid four with Drew, Austin, D, and Julie. Um, I mean, Katora and... <laughs> Bruce's little ongoing saga is not great. It's great TV, but they're not... Yeah, I think out of this um, vote, Bruce actually benefits the most. Yeah, I could definitely see that, like, having Bruce, like, depowered, like, losing, like, his tightest alliance and sort of... Kendra's sort of a little bit uh, putting a toe in other waters and, and we see Jake sort of just completely on the bottom. So if you depower Bruce, and, and he sort of seems a little bit goatish at this point, like, someone you can take to the end and maybe beat because... Respect levels for Bruce aren't that high. Um, so maybe this is actually a good thing for him. The only thing I'll push back with is, as you said, Katura's got this thing for Bruce. And, like, I don't think she's going to let this go ever. Like, she just wants Bruce to Oh, no, fly. She, she's not going to let it go, but that's going to be the downfall to her game. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, everyone wants to take Bruce to the end, but if Katura's like, so pushing Bruce, do you think she'll get her way or do you think she'll just be a target then? No, I feel like she's going to fall flat on her face. And should not have... I love her. I love her. I, I want her to it's go... It's my pick. No, I know, I know. And I want her to go far. But I think having eyes on one player and not seeing outside any other move is going to be her downfall. 
Yeah, it certainly engrossed the whole game. And, and totally, and totally. Most, most conversations involve, involving Kintura are talking about, about Bruce. In Bruce a and way. an eye roll. Yeah, <laughs> and, which is fantastic. I love this for the TV. It's so good to watch. That's why I love Kintura. And that's probably the reason I picked her as a winner after the first episode. I just That was just so obvious. She was so much fun. Um, but it might just derail her game. I, I, like, I can see Drew picking up Bruce and then Bruce being like, well, I know the number one person on my side, my on the on the uh, bellow side that hates me is Katura. So of course he's going to go for her first. So if Bruce gets picked up by anybody, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not sure. You don't he, see it. I don't know if he's going to get picked up. I just think because he's he's got this persona as like this big character and that like if you give him a little bit of power, he might run away with it and take you out. So I think they might just like have him there and just not vote for him. <laughs> like this guy with he's got one vote and he has no power in the game. They may just like just string along to the end and then just like a land or a slaughter sort of cut him off. Well, beat him in the final tribal, really. Yeah. Uh, it's no, it's it's a long way to go, but I can. Uh, whatever happens with Bruce, he's had a good season. Like I'm loving it. I'm yeah, loving it. Yeah. yeah. Despite his game, if his gameplay isn't that great, it doesn't matter. Like sometimes being a character is more important than playing a good game. Yeah. And yeah. and what I've seen from Bruce is fantastic. Like if it was an all star season. Out of the first, out of the new era, I think honestly, I think Bruce could play for a third time. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy to think because <laughs> it's just been so much fun. No, he is. A, he, uh, Uncle Bruce is playing the playing the role very well. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's move on to another sort of main character at the moment of the last two episodes. I'd say he's really popped off the screen. Jake, love Jake. What are your thoughts of Jake? I love Jake. I love his facial expressions. I loved him at Tribal. I love the way he was like. <gasps> Like, he was so adamant that he was going home and just, like, it was, he was blindsided that he wasn't blindsided. Like, he, it was just, <laughs> it was just brilliant. I love, I really am loving his confessionals. I love that he's just a wild card that doesn't really understand what's going on in the game and he's made a lot of bad moves. But, yeah, no, I love it. I think he's popped up well in the last two episodes. Yeah, he's really risen up the power rankings for me. Um, I do think he's in a horrible spot. Oh, terrible. But he's definitely doing a lot, which is, which is you know what, it doesn't matter to me, like I was saying, like I'd rather you do stuff than just sort of get, like sort of do nothing and make it further. At least he's trying, which is good. Like he, he plays a shot in the dark, which I think was probably the right decision. Um he was he was in a conversation with Emily and Kelly, and they're like, "What's the name?" And he didn't give an answer, and they gave him nothing. But and they're like, "But we needed your vote." And I'm thinking, "Well, who's he going to vote for?" They didn't give him a name at all. Yeah. So it's sort of obvious to me that they were sort of stringing him along. So I think Shot in the Dark was the right call. I definitely think it was the right call. Um, obviously, it didn't play out play out like Caleb's did, but he's still no. here somehow. So and that's the thing. He's still here, and if you're in the game, you're his fighting chance. Absolutely. Um, I also thought his his tribal council performance was was pretty good he was he's obviously on the bottom he's trying to talk that up and he sort of does this little i think he's obviously done some purpose to say um he says oh maybe i'll play something about my idol rather than saying an idol so he sort of implied that he had an idol which sort of it throws a bit of doubt in people's minds about whether he actually has one so it might give him a little bit of fear to vote for well him. actually when he said that i actually thought it was just like a slip of the tongue like i don't like i thought he actually put his words wrong but then, in, like, when I watched it again, I was like, oh, no, he yeah. strategically said, like, my... Uh, mm. But he said it so well that it almost sounded like he didn't know what he was saying, but he actually did know what he was saying. Yeah, I think he's that done makes, that on purpose. He, yeah. No, he definitely has done it on purpose, but he did it so convincingly that it was... It, it, it felt like it wasn't staged. It felt like it actually was an accident, but 
it wasn't. Well, here's the thing. If you're a player in the game and you hear that, and it's, it's something that obviously there's time in between tribal councils and that, there's probably an hour or two to think about what you're going to say. So he's obviously thought, I'm going to say this to make it sound legitimate. Mm. Now, if you're another player, you know this. You know that he has time to think. Do you, do you, do you take him off face value and, and assume that it was a slip of the tongue, or do you think he's, over, he's, he's double bluffing you almost? Do you, like, what, where would you go? If, you, if you're a player in the game, what would you think? Oh, paranoid plus. I mean, they know that he went looking for an idol. He made it obvious that he's looking for an idol. So you don't want to be that collateral damage that, you know, is on the receiving end of his finding it. Idol play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um... Now, that makes sense. That's total sense. But at the same time, if you have an idol and you know you're getting the votes, the best thing is to keep it a secret so they can't change your votes. So you cop all the votes and then you have a say in who goes home. So... It sort of works both ways, I think. Yeah, I think when you're overconfident that you have this idol, that you're going to play this idol, is usually a bluff. Yeah, yeah. But I also don't want to be on the opposite end of that bluff. Oh, no, absolutely not. Right? But yeah, it's it's a bit of a catch-22. But it's like, in in that moment where you have to vote, it's a paranoia of like, if I get this wrong, I could go home. So I guess you just don't take the chance. And I guess the plan was not to do Jake anyway. Uh, I think it was a... They did a split vote on him, but the, he was not in the majority of the split. So, look... They, they covered all their bases just in case that they're going to save this, this Bruce Jake plan for next week, I suppose, assuming one of them doesn't win immunity. If mm. one of them wins immunity, it's sort of up shit creek here a little bit. Mm, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly right. Because they have yeah. one idol, and if one wins immunity, then they're both safe. And then what happens? You know, anything could happen there. So interesting uh, thoughts to come. I thought also Jake at Tribal Council, he discussed this idea of, oh, if you don't jump with me now, you're not playing Survivor. And um, this is something I don't like people saying, when, when, especially the people... Okay, obviously the people on the bottom are going to say this when they need, like, a life raft. Like, I need help right now. If you don't vote with me, you're not playing Survivor. You're just going along with the numbers, which I, I really hate this theory from people. But it's like a, it's like a last throw of the dice to try and get someone to flip. If you're on the bottom of this, you're going to be next, blah, blah, blah. Like, what, what are your thoughts on this sort of speech at Tribal Council? I mean, look, I feel like... I totally understand, and I feel like... Um... If you're at the bottom of it, it's like, yeah, it is that like last resort that you say. But I feel like if you're in the majority, you know, like, and you're going to swap to a one-man band, you're not going, that's not making a move. That's just a dumb play, you know. So then you're going to get caught out in the same position that Jake's in. It, I feel like that's the only time that you can kind of like be saying that is like at the merge and say it's like four or five and you don't trust your other if you're going to be that swing vote, yeah. that's the time that you can throw that, like... When there's numbers to go when to. When there's numbers to go to yeah, and it'd yeah. be like, come with us because you are the bottom of this and it's a sinking ship. Yeah, fair enough. That's that's the jump move that you can make. But you can't say you're not playing the game if you're not playing my game. Yeah. You know, and like, what? where am I going to go, Jake? I'm going to go to one-man ban? Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, he's got a couple of allies, but it's, it's at this point, it's, it's very obvious but that I th- but, he thinks it is, like a pile on Jake. So. Yeah, but also, like... I mean, who's going to flip in the re before? They're solid. They're yeah. Not, they're not going anywhere. And you can, Blind Freddy can see that Bello is not tight. They're voting together, but they don't have this like strong alliance that Reba has. And then Emily is just floating along somehow, the last Lulu member remaining and doing very well. Yeah, so on the face of it, I guess it was like a there was there was actually a bellow majority before this vote. So if the bellow stuck strong, they could have done like a five versus the other five. But it's so fractured this bellow tribe that it was never going to happen. So Jake's plea to say join us, like 
like you said, what are you joining? You're joining this hosh posh people who hate each other. Like Kendra hates, sorry, Katura hates Bruce. Yeah, Jake's, Jake's on the bottom because he's gone crazy with his, his plan last week with the Rocks. Um, yeah, even Kelly, Bruce's number one, doesn't want to be with Bruce. Like, there's so much fractures there. Like, mm. wh- what incentive is there to jump there? Like, why would you? So I don't blame anyone for not doing that. No. I think Jake's whole thing about not playing some other. I, I dislike this because people in the majorities generally have other plans that you don't know about. Like, yeah, fine. They might be writing numbers for a vote or two just to see it to the next phase of the game. But generally, the inside those majorities are smaller groups which has their own plans. So they're thinking... I don't need this person, Jake, in my plans. I want to get him out, move to the next phase, and then jump that majority, split it in half, or split it down into a into a thing that suits me. So, yeah, he might be seeing it from his side. Obviously, he's on the bottom. He's going to throw anything out there. But generally, there's other there's other there's other games inside the game. So, uh, it's not. A, I'm not a huge fan of this sort of rhetoric. Um, I feel like there's 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 only as I said there's only um, a time and place for that when there is solid numbers to go to. Yeah, when it's like a clear division, like mm. this four versus this four, and there's one in the middle, say like yeah, an Emily. Say, say, say it was four and four, and they were trying to swing Emily across. Yeah, yeah it's fair. Absolutely pitch that. And where we are solo on this side, they're solo on this side, this is the reason why you should come to us. But yeah, if if you're on the other side, and it's like, oh, come to this fractured side. Absolutely not. Yeah, you, you want to go to a home that's going to be safe. For at least like two votes, it's sort of like the minimum amount you want to be like certain with. So. Mm. So I would say it's it's stupid to jump for this just for no reason I guess yeah so, yeah um, let's let's go to Kelly like, Kelly leaving tonight who who does it sort of benefit like we said the rebut I'll give you I'll give you a tip right here the person that benefits the most Austin so so they had this amulet advantage a few weeks ago we saw and and Kelly Austin and Jay Meyer went for the amulet and once all three of or two of the three have voted out this amulet becomes a full fledged idol. So Austin, at the final nine, is now in the game with two idols. He's in a great spot. I actually completely forgot about the amulet uh, advantage and forgot that Kelly was the other reciprocant. Reciprocant. Thank you. Person. (laughs) Other person. Yeah. (laughs) Out of the trio. So, yeah, um, I think Austin is sitting in a very good spot. He's got the advantages. He's got the four solid and he's got a very tight alliance with um, Drew, so I think. I yeah, think- he's in a great spot. Like he's got two idols. Like at the end of the day, he might probably win a challenge somewhere. So really, he has to get like through like two votes and he's into final five, which is crazy. So Austin in a great spot. My winner pick. Is that right? <laughs> from, from episode one, <laughs> or just from now? <laughs> uh, episode one. <laughs> I still don't see a winner's game from him, but like, I don't think we're getting the right edit for him to be like the winner of the season. But then again, like the new era is so hard to predict. Like we got Gayabar, we got Erica. Yeah, you just don't know. I think I think you and Buckles overread the um, the winners' picks. <laughs> well, my winner, mine's still in the game. So he's he's on D. I'm a Couture, so we're still here. Who is actually your winner pick? If you had to pick one from now, would it be Austin? Uh, from now, it would be Austin. Oh, um, Austin or D. Okay, so you like D as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love D. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you, I mean, I think she's a huge target right now. What do you... What, what, what's, what, why is D tickling your fancy? I don't know. I actually didn't like her in the beginning at all. Yeah. I, I, she, she annoyed me. I don't know. There was overconfidence or something, but I feel like she's a lot smarter than I gave credit to, and she actually is playing the game... Quite well. She's got Julie close by. She, I don't know. I think she's just in a good position. And 
bit of a power woman. A power woman. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm a bit of a power woman myself. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a bit of mafia boss energy yeah. for me. Maybe, like, she maybe definitely seems the, to wield the power. Maybe it's the South American vibe. Oh, yeah, like you can that. tell she's spicy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. She's got that little bit of fire in her. Exactly. Sure. And I feel like if, given the chance, if she does get to um, final three or final two, whatever. Three, usually three. Whatever, whatever it is. Assuming it, it could be different, but yeah, whatever, generally it's three. It, whatever she gets to in the final, I think like she has definitely got the fire in her to to um, give a really good final pitch. Oh, no doubt she'd have a good final pitch. I think she'd be the type that would like throw the other people under the bus. Just oh, to, yeah. You know, yeah. Run yeah, them yeah. over and, and over back, reverse back and forth over them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She definitely would. Um, just back to Austin. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny that like they went to this amulet thing. He was the only one that wanted the sandwiches. <laughs> and the sandwich was a huge part of it. Like two episodes ago, all you're talking about is sandwich. And he's like, I don't want the ambulance. I don't want them. And now it's like, it's funny that it came around. It's he's the one around. that benefits the most. It, yeah. It's really good turn of events for him. Uh, finds himself in a great spot. Two idols at the final line is insane. Like, well done, Austin. Um, and I think only Drew might know about the amulet, um, amulet idol. But then uh, uh, we don't really know who else was told. But yeah. It's, it's he's in a great spot. Yeah, he. I think him and Drew are in a great spot together. I think Austin will cut Drew though. I'm not so sure. I reckon Drew might cut Austin because I think Drew's, Drew's smarter, smarter than yeah. exactly, and yeah. he knows that Austin has two idols, and he's yeah. like, well, maybe Drew will I get. Can't go with I this mean, guy. maybe Austin will get too complacent and be like, oh, he, he's just my little placid little friend. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, Watch I just, I just, I don't think Austin's like the smartest guy. Like, no. maybe I'm wrong, but oh no, Drew, Drew is. Drew, Drew's the smartest guy. Drew this is, season. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. he looks to be the strateg- the main strategist. Well, at least that's what we see in the confessionals. That's because he can articulate his game the best. So. That's true. That's I know it's like a team effort, but he's like to me the figurehead without being the actual visible figurehead behind mm. it all. I guess the master, the puppet master behind the scenes. So, really good season from Drew so far. Um, let's move on a bit. Um, so we've got, we've got a return of like a fan favorite event tonight or in the, in the episode, the auction, survivor auction. This is, this is something we've loved for years and years and it's been gone since season 30. I didn't realize it'd been that long. It's yeah, 15, 15 seasons. Can you believe yeah, crazy, it? Crazy, crazy. Uh, so I haven't seen it for a long time. And, and what, it, like, first of all, how good is it to have it back? And second of all, what did you make of like the new iterations of the auction? Bring it back, bring it back every season, Jeff. Do not hold out. I love the Survivor auction. I don't know why we haven't done it for fifteen years, but loved it. I loved the new rules. It made it a little bit more fun. Um, yeah, it was just it was fun to watch. It was interesting to see how people spent their money, knowing that they didn't want to be the one with the most money left over. Uh, Nine hundred dollars for a milkshake was. A little excessive. A bit, a bit over the price. But, but, I mean, that was on the what on the fourth uh, item, so very big strategic play from D. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think this whole uh, losing your vote really just threw a spanner in the works. And not knowing how many was, items there was going to be? It definitely made it a lot more fun. And uh, which I, There's so much strategy that it could be there. And I don't think maybe at the time they didn't realise it, but there's definitely things to exploit going forward. Um but at the same time, I think without any advantages, which I didn't mind because they actually spent their money, but with it, imagine having advantages there as well yeah, as this ticking ticking timer. It's like, oh, when, the advantage when? is going to be the last item. When's it going to be? Yeah. So you don't know. And it's like, oh, do I save my money 
uh, do I want to get rid of my money or do I risk it to get this advantage? So it's like if you had an advantage in there, there'd be more of like a risk reward system, I guess, in place. Yeah. Whereas when there's no advantages, everyone just wanted to get rid of their money, which yeah. is not the same thing. Yeah, that's true. I think in the next few seasons there may be. Yeah, they might have to adapt it a little bit. But I did like this um, this unknown like shot clock. Or when's it going to end? Which sort of added, added attention to it. And it sort of made like whoever's like the highest at the time, let's get rid of our money. And so... The person with the most money always had the power to just to get rid of it all. Yeah. Yeah, I think like this new format of the auction, like not being the last person with the most amount of money, it's like the opposite of like musical chairs. Like when the music stops, you don't want to be the one sitting on the chair anymore. You want to be the one out of the game. So it, it adds an interesting wrinkle to it. I thought there was like some strategy that could be yeah, exploited. So like if there was a few more items to come and you were sort of confident, like, hey, I'm going to risk this. If you've got like the most amount of money, you just be like minimum bid, 20 bucks. Take the item because the person below you is not going to outbid you because you're higher than them. So like, why would then they? Then they're in fear. Yeah, so yeah, you get yeah. like four or five items in a row. Yeah, so you and can just have like a load up pizza and a burger. And, Absolutely, yeah, and yeah. you know what? Sometimes your vote doesn't matter. But you know, yeah, I was going to say if you're in a confident position, if you um, have an idol or have something, or like just in a good spot that you don't need a vote, then yeah, you could be like, oh, twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty bucks. I got a pizza. I got a burger. I got a yeah. Yeah, because the people below a, yeah. aren't going to outbid you if you still have more money than them. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're always in front of them, so it's like, oh, you're like a shield for them almost in that challenge. Yeah, yeah. But I do feel like, yeah, of course you need your vote, but like, it's final ten. There's still like, if you if you're confident there's going to be like a target, it's it's not always important. I think I think there's more there that can be explored, especially going forward now that we've seen it. I yeah. think new players are going to watch this and say, oh, well, what can we do? What, what can we make out of this? What's the emergent gameplay coming? Yeah, forward? I mean, I guess if you've always like if you know in like some seasons where it's like I don't know seven versus two, like you could absolutely rig the system so that you can make sure that those two were definitely going to lose their vote or, you know, yeah. th- th- oh. there's definitely ways to uh, 100%. make it work in your favour. I thought it was funny that, like, Bruce was, like, the one with the least amount of money at the start of the auction and he ends up being, like, the one with the most at the, the end. It was, just, money. it was just like a... Like a... Uh, Bit of irony there. But I also liked, I, yeah, the whole time, like, oh, Kelly's going to end up with a no vote because they kept panning to her, like, you know, hand in her hair, like, what's going to happen? And it's probably, it's probably like a bit of foreshadowing for <laughs> the night that was to come at Trouble Council. But yeah, I was, I was for sure that she was going to get stuck on, onto her money that she had. Um, what else from the auction? The fish eyes I also had. What, what do you think of the fish eyes? Like, what is this fish? How big is this fish that, with his oh eyes? God, is it a whale? Is it a shark? <laughs> it's massive. enormous. Yeah. No. Ooh. Would you eat them? Absolutely not. It looked a little bit disgusting. I can't even eat chicken thigh, so absolutely not. <laughs> when they're cooked? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a pretty basic bitch over here. <laughs> it took a big bite. And I'm like, what? Oh, geez, it looks horrible. And then you can see, like, it's like the, it, not snot, but it looks like snot dripping down. Yeah, really, it really was just horrible. It I think just, I'd rather eat grass. Yeah. Yeah, as protein. Yeah. I think, I probably think there should have been more, like, dad prizes in there as well. Because yeah, I mean, dad one. prizes are always fun. Yeah. Was it one? What? The, the fish eyes. Fish eyes. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's done for someone, but, yeah, treasure for someone else. Where's the, where's the bat soup? <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I was waiting for like a bowl of rice or like a, a glass of water or something. Because, yeah, they're spending all this money on, on one thing. You've you got to try and rig them to, to get nothing out of it, mm. just to just to play with them a little bit. Mm. thought that could have been a little bit of fun. Um, if you if you got offered the first... If you bid, a, bid for a uncovered item, mm. would you ever take the next one that's been offered? Or you try and sniff it out? 
<laughs> well, I think that's the thing. Like, are you allowed to smell it? Can yeah, you kind of go up to him and like, like mm, can I kind of smell that, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I probably would. Yeah, because it's like, is Jeff trying to double bluff you or is he just like, doesn't care, just throws it out there? He's like, so, whatever, mate. Yeah, I'd probably go with the original one that I bought just for sanity purposes. <laughs> like, you don't want to think, oh, what if? But yeah, it's, it, Couture had that dilemma and she got the fish eyes. Mm. Like, maybe it's best to change. I don't know. What, what would you do? Oh, I'd definitely try and sniff it out. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like mm, I'll go. I'll just go the opposite, and I'll say I'll, I'll swap to the next one. Yeah, so I thought the auction, the the new iteration was a really big hit. Uh, I didn't mind the, like the finding of the money. I thought that was pretty cool. Just a bit of a fun like chase through the jungle type thing where everyone's finding stuff. And there's some good moments in there too, which I thought were fun with the you know Bruce Holt, the whole Bruce thing. Um, oh, I thought that was hilarious watching, watching Bruce, um, just like put on his shoes and just like. I can't find any man, and it, like even when he did find one, he just like strolled back like a Sunday walk with a newspaper. Really old man, Bruce. Very that's, old that's, man. That's yeah. he's, he's definitely acting his age. If not, he is his age. <laughs> but was that like a strategic play? No, definitely not. <laughs> I, think, I think he's just struggling. Uh, I listened to an exit interview from Kelly today, and he was she was saying that Bruce was a little bit gassed out at this point, and she was actually really surprised that he won the immunity because because he was so fatigued, and so. I think what we saw in the in the the cash grab uh, the auction that was probably where he's at energy wise. So yeah, right. He did really well. Uh, we also see uh, Jake. Jake gets the cake and he wants to share it with Julie. Um, something we didn't discuss. Jake and Julie. Um, the whole relationship from last week. Jake's votes for Julie. Says, "Oh, we can talk." And then yeah, at the start of the episode, they talk. They try and or Jake tries to mend the fences. Julie doesn't want to buy it. He tries to sweeten her up with this cake. Um, what, what do you think? Is, is is he doing the right thing, or is he should he just should he just like give up on her and just you know they're enemies now and just get on with it? Um, it's not a bad move because Jake is a bit of a lone wolf, like he's kind of like just a, like this rogue player. But I don't think like Julie doesn't need Jake, so I feel like that relationship is done, and J- Julie's just like cool. Thanks for the cake, bro. We're not we're not going to be bros. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm feeling. I yeah. think I don't think it's worth the time that he's spending on nah. her to try and fix that. Like he voted for her, she's pissed off. The damage is done, yeah. and she's got people. She doesn't need him. Yeah. So she's not going to be like, oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. Thanks for the cake. Rather than try and mend with Julie and give her cake, why don't you give cake to someone who you sort of are almost with? Like maybe like I don't know, someone else, even like a Drew or Austin, they might hear you out a bit more mm. than someone you voted for who already hates you. Like, yeah. You're not going to you're not going to rebuild that fence. No, nah, that's done. So like, and he was sort of reluctant to even say Bruce. Like I mean, there's Kelly was there, Kendra was there. Like you can pick an alliance member just to keep them happy and. Yeah, you know, your friends are your friends. Yeah, uh, I don't think the Rebel Four are ever gonna ever gonna break up and jump with Jake. Maybe mm-hmm. Emily was the one. Emily was, yeah. You know, we see her as the only yeah, Lulu. She, like, she, yeah, is she a swing vote? I don't know, but she well, she seems tight well, with the Rebels. I'd scoop her up still, and well, I would try to because she's yeah. a logical player. So yeah, if, you, if you can picture a logical argument to say come with us for these reasons, she probably would do it. Yeah. Um. Although I feel like she's not like this person that's like I'm set with this. Like I. Think, oh, like, absolutely not. She is like the swing vote. Yes, at the moment she's probably more with the Reba, but she's doing what's best for Emily. Yeah. No. We. I mean, we've seen her sort of be happy to get rid of Caleb. Um. So we know that she would sort of do what she needs to at any point. So. And like she's like a data analyst or something, or financial analyst. I think she was. Yeah, so yeah. She's really into like you know facts and figures rather than emotions. So if you can give her, like I said, logical plans, like she'll she'll drop on board. So yeah. maybe she was the one to to try and sweeten the deal to at least hear you out. Like give her give her 
an opening to work with you. Um, all right, let's move, let's move forward to the immunity challenge. And before the immunity challenge even starts, we get the yeah you know, the classic rice negotiation, a staple of the new era, um, with a bit of a twist this time. What, what do you think of this? <laughs> that was brutal. I feel like that's like forty five seasons of anger built up. Like <laughs> boom, slash. Hurry up and make a decision. I don't have time. Like I started this out at thirty nine days. Now I'm down to. What am I up to? Twenty six days or whatever I'm doing <laughs> yeah. now. Like I don't have time for your shit. He's like, let's speed this up. <laughs> if you want the rice, come now. I'm yeah, like, that was. He's like, oh. I loved it. I thought when Jeff pulled that knife out and just stabbed the bag. Oh, what is going on? It's just it's trickling. And out. it's coming down so quickly. I'm yeah. like, shit. He's actually made a big hole in this. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. It was a lot of fun. And Drew instantly just jumps into it. It's like, I'll go, Jeff. I'll go. And then he's just Drew. You can see the panic on Drew's face. Drew's like, so panicked. <laughs> the rice is coming out of the bag. Can't you see this? Oh, no, I, I, I mean, ugh. as a player, hate it. As a as a spectator, love it. Oh, uh, I thought it was just great because I think I think Jeff must be sick of these rice negotiations because we all are. Like, what is this crap? But at least like he sped. <laughs> he wants to speed it up. Like maybe in the past few seasons they've taken too long. Yeah, and he just wants to get. Let's get to it, guys. Well, you know, throw a twist in the works. Because, yeah, in the past we've seen him be able to negotiate how many numbers sit in and out. Yeah, well, this time he's straight up, I want four. <laughs> yeah. This is not a negotiation anymore. Yeah, no. It's a rice demand. Yeah, Jeff's, Jeff, yeah, Jeff's like, he, he's he's getting very demanding now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows what he wants. Absolutely, he knows what he wants. He just wants four people to sit 45 out. seasons in, he knows what he wants. Yeah. What, what did you think of the sit out? So we had Drew, Emily, Keturah, and D. So obviously Drew and Emily, uh, sorry, Drew and D are, you know, they're either four. The pa- at the moment, the current power. Emily's sort of with them. And then Keturah sort of has the, I guess, the confidence to sit out of a challenge. Do you think it's like, maybe I can't win this challenge or maybe I'm safe enough at this boat, I don't need to participate? Um, I think with the Reavers, it's I'm safe enough, we need to eat. Although in saying that, Bellow had more numbers. Uh, well, that's the thing. So the Reaver, the Reaver actually don't have the numbers. Yeah. Well, with Emily, they make a five. So it, uh, it, on the outside, it might be split in half, but we, I guess we know that it's not. So, like, it's hard to say. Like, maybe Katura has looked at this challenge and said, I'm not going to win it anyway. I might as well do it for the tribe. And she was the last one to put her hand up, to be fair. Um, but D, obviously, you know, the power player, mafia boss, says, yeah, I'll do it. Drew's smart enough to see. I want to have the rice. In a good spot, I suppose. So, it was, it, I thought it was interesting. Um, I think it's like a very ballsy move to step out. But I do think, as you said, like, if you know that you cannot physically do a challenge then maybe it's the right move. I can't see in any situation that I would ever step out of a challenge because it's just not in me. And I would, Mm. I don't know, maybe it's like an arrogant, stupid person (laughs) to say, but I would back myself in any challenge. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I know, like, I'm the most, like, I'm I'm the shittest person at, um, oh, am I too close? (laughs) What are you shit at? What what, what could you possibly be bad at? Thanks, babe. Um, No, I'm like... Oh, I'm pretty bad at like balancing and stuff like that, but or like, um, but yeah, I still feel like I would, I would. You have I, to back yourself. I'd back yeah. myself. I mean, yeah, like I, you know, I'm pretty athletic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's yeah. You have to be confident in most things. I mean, body weight stuff is hard because yeah, it's hard. <laughs> That's what it's made for. But yeah, I d- maybe I don't know. Do you think? Do you think? Do you, do you think the people that sit out get any actually goodwill from the tribe for sitting out? So you, oh, you took one for the team. You didn't do this challenge. Do you think it actually affects anything going forward, or is it just like a it happened? No, I and, don't, and we go back. No, to the game? because if I'm going to vote you out, I'm going to vote you out. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, Mac was a great guy. He sat out and gave me more rice. I'd be like, oh, 
Thanks, mate. Thanks for the ride. See you. See you, soccer. <laughs> I'll enjoy it while you're at uh, Bondarosa. Yeah, like if it's going to affect my game in real, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. If I'm, if I'm going down to two people and be like, oh, should we vote out Mac or should we vote out somebody else? And be like, oh, maybe I should consider them, but really, yeah, no. I think there's always other reasons. It's like supersede the rice thing. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's a very old school like mentality. Like, oh, you do this for the tribe, but. Really, you sort of didn't. Like, the tribe is not a tribe in the post-merge. In the pre-merge, maybe. Like, you do stuff for your team because you versus other teams. But when it's one team and you play each other individually, yeah. it's not the same thing. So, yeah, I definitely don't think it garners any goodwill. Um, we then see the immunity challenge. Somehow, Bruce comes out with a win. I was, you know, I was really happy for Bruce because, yeah, he's had a tough season and he's caught a lot of flack. But I'm starting to really like Bruce a lot. And um, it was good to see him win. Yeah, I, I was shocked he won that. Like he, oh, pre- absolutely shocked. He's he's um pregame weight was probably the would probably be the heaviest out of everyone. Maybe Jake, I don't know. So he did he did very well in that challenge, and I was shocked to see him win. But I'm happy for him. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, moving on, we see uh, like towards the start of the episode, a girls' alliance forming. Now, it's probably been a little while since we saw like a full on, full fledged girls' alliance. Uh, I'm just trying to cast my mind back. I mean, obviously, there's in one world with Kim Spradlin and that, and obviously back in season 16 with Parvati, yeah, and all that crew. Do you think was this girls' alliance just like a smokescreen, or was it legitimate? Like, or was it just like a, a marriage convenience? Like, where, where was this? Obviously, Kelly gets voted out, so the girls' alliance doesn't last any votes. <laughs> but do you think can we see this moving forward? Do you think this might work, or was it just all just like a Something to say to each other just to pretend we're together. Uh, yeah, I think it's something to say to each other to keep everyone at peace and not vote for the girls. I think Dee and Julie are staying together. The Reba four are staying together and Emily is jumping on board the Reba ship. That's certainly how it looks like. Um, so, yeah, I probably think it was just, just something. They're all sitting together and they probably just said, hey, let's do this just to make each other feel good. And then I mean, if I was it counts ev- for nothing. Yeah, yeah, if I was ever on a... Everyone Survivor, I would absolutely be like, yeah, girl power, girl power, girl power. But, like, does it actually transform to anything? Mm, yeah, see, see, I mean, coming from a male perspective, I probably, I don't understand, like, I don't understand why. Like, I understand, like, oh, it's good to have, like, strong women in the world and stuff. But like, I would never say, like, oh, this is, like, an all-men alliance. And I think if I did, I'd get crucified for it, which we sort of saw in Australian Survivor. So, like, why is the, why is the allure of this girls' alliance so big? Enlighten me, because obviously I work with buckles, and like we're obviously two men, you know, two white men in, in privilege. Like we don't see this other perspective as two a woman. Big alpha male. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that, but like, yeah, we are to a point. Like <laughs> you're obviously a woman. Like, can you give us a different perspective that we wouldn't see? Why, why is why is a girls' alliance so important to a lot of women? And a lot of people want to do it, but it never happens. But they all say a lot of pre season um, content from interviews and stuff. They all say, "Oh, I'd love to get in a girls' alliance," because they've seen like Parvati do it. They've seen Kim do it. And, like, it, there's something about it that, like, draws them in. And, like, why is that? Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that it? Just... No, I, I'm, look, uh, I don't feel, like, I'm not, like, all has to be girl, girl, girl. Like, I'm a very strong, independent woman myself. Uh, doesn't mean that I have to see, like, another strong woman win. Like, I don't care. Whoever wins, male, female, non-binary whatever i don't care who wins but i think it depends on who you're playing with like i think 
if there are other really strong women and strong personalities around me, I would absolutely love to band together to have an all women's alliance. I love looking back at strong players like Kelly Wentworth and Parvati, who were just these like dominant women that were like, I don't, we don't need men to provide for us to protect us. Like we can win challenges. We're strong. We've got opinions. We're not just going to bow down to men. And yeah, I think. You know, I totally get that. And I, I'll get, maybe it's like, I mean, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but it's a part of like so many men, especially in the US, like men are so much more dominant as winners. Like there's so, like it must be like 60 to 70% more like men, women versus win, women winning the game. And maybe you just want to like prove like, oh, we like, we can do it still. And like, yeah, I think it's like we're in like we're in 2023. Like men and men, men and women are equal, and it's good to see like these powerhouse women taking control at control and not being controlled and dominated by men. Yeah, it's not. I, I totally agree. With you. It's not something like I, to me. It doesn't really. I don't really care who wins a season, man or woman. No, and at the end of the day, like I just want to see the best player win. I don't yeah. care if it's male or female, but I do love seeing strong personalities, strong women. You know, providing for themselves, providing for the tribe, being challenge based, being strategic, not just being this little like shadow that's like, oh, I have to listen to a man's voice. Um, I think that's something we've seen with D, especially. Yeah. Seen, having this like, maybe that South American is like that more fiery in her, yeah, and to like, be able to be outspoken and being like the, I guess the boss of that alliance. I would say like the one in charge, the one leading the the charge, like a bit of like a. a like I said, mafia, mafia. style. Well, and, and you know, that. like, that's the thing. And, like, traditionally, like, the mafia style is men that run that mafia godfather figure. And it's, like, it is so boss to see, like, a godmother, like, a female godfather yeah. figure. Like, it is so good to see Parvati, who was just so boss. Like, she just controlled people and controlled yeah. men. Yeah, we don't. And, yeah, we don't see it too often. I think we actually saw a godmother on Australian Survivor, Janine, and um, yeah, just like ruled with like an iron fist, and like she got her way. Yeah, and it's it's, it's rare, but it does happen. And I do think I see a little bit of that with D. Um, I'm not sure if many others have that same personality type with that alpha, but she certainly is one of them. I feel like D. Part of being like such a good winner pick is that she is that really fiery like South American uh, vibe that's has no problem being outspoken, but she also knows when to, like, she knows when to pick her battles. Like, yeah. I'm thinking back of, like, you know, like, Abby Marie, yeah, who was yeah, also yeah. South American, had that fire in her belly, but didn't know when to yeah, stop. Yeah, she just, yeah, she just... Whereas Dee's very in tune with, like, her arguments, but... I think she understands how, like, people perceive her and stuff, whereas Abby Marie was just, like, a like a firecracker just let loose and yeah. didn't really care about the game as much, whereas Dee's... Dee's more um, <laughs> conscious of, like, how she's seen. She's an entrepreneur for a reason. Yeah, like, she knows at the moment. Like, we've seen her in the last two episodes talk about how she's, like, the biggest target now. And I think the more people that say it, the more it becomes, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy where it's, like, Dee's the biggest target, Dee's the biggest target. And now she is just the biggest target. So and if she does get to it. the end, yeah, like, you, you can't really shy away from it. You can try and, like, dumb it down a little bit. But once it's sort of out there and people keep saying it, then that's just reality. Yeah. And you have to deal with that. And she sort of dealt with it fairly well. Yeah. Uh, that's why I do think, like, if she does make it to the end, like, she'll win just based on that. Like, everyone's saying it beca- makes it become true. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah. yeah no, so I, I think maybe that. a women's alliance for her is maybe a, not a bad idea because if she can, like, dictate where that goes, 
she could, she could find herself in the final three. Oh, if she did go on all women's alliance and she does, she she would definitely dictate and she would definitely be like the outspoken voice that everyone would see as the playmaker and yeah. be the winner. Yeah, but I yeah. guess in this new era, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what the alliance is, men, women, mixture, whatever. I think the person out in front generally does not make it to the end. Like, the people are happy to lay low, have an outspoken figure at the front and then cut them off when they need to and then someone will just come up underneath them and take their spot right at the end. Much like the al- alligator. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly, the alligator. Rise up right at the end. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's had a bit of a different trajectory, but yeah. something like that where where you're not the alpha, you're just you're underneath them or even two rungs below them and if you get your timing right, you can be the one in pole position when it counts. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think sometimes like... In this game, like, sometimes, like, the big, like, alpha male persona is, like, quite intimidating, like, can be quite intimidating. So I think it's, like, so good when you see women that, like, are not afraid to play up against these big alpha male or any any male or female. But um, at the end of the day, like, everyone's got one vote. So as long as... Generally, generally. Well, well, well <laughs> except for advantage. Not a new era. <laughs> Stop overpowering me. But, like, um, yeah, like, generally, like, you have one vote. So as long as you can outsmart someone, like, it doesn't matter your physique, your size. You can be a 150-kilo bodybuilder and a 40-kilo woman. And, like, you know, like, at the end of the day, as long as you can outsmart someone, your vote is just as important as anybody else's. Yeah, I think you can just be, like, a better survivor player. and It doesn't matter your physicality, your size, or anything. And I think that's... That's I. I mean, I'm not a woman, so I can't speak for all women. But is that maybe that's a big part of why they like seeing these girls' alliance dominate these other men who are like maybe physically are big and stronger, but like they're not as smart and they're not as they can't get the numbers together. Whereas when the women do that, it's empowering to see. Yeah, I, very much so. I think it's very empowering to see, and it's really good to see like women not afraid to be like, you know, up against these massive big players, like especially in this like new generation. Like back in the day, the the um, Providers like the Aussies and these like Rupert and like these ones that went out fishing and did all that were like like went to the end because well like made it to the merge at least because they were the providers. But now it's like we don't need you. We can provide for ourselves. We can yeah. go out and look for things. We can make fire. You know, like yeah, have the same skills as you. No, absolutely. And I guess once you walk into tribal council, your physicality means nothing. It's, yeah. It's all about what you have done with your brain power and your social abilities and, and, and you know, where you can finagle the numbers together to make a vote happen. Yeah, correct. And, I, you know, it is really, like, I would love nothing more. Like, I know it's we're talking about US, uh, US Survivor at the moment, but, like, if I was in playing an Australian Survivor and someone like Lockie, who's, like, these big, charismatic big player, um, f- massive physique and quite on himself or like even like Zach who was like women women should be in the kitchen, I'd be like, I want to destroy someone like this. You mm. know, like mm. it just – that just rubs me the wrong way. So if I was against – and I'm, I mean I don't see it in this season. I don't – like Austin's a nice guy from what we see. Drew's a nice guy from what we see. Jake's a nice guy. Like yeah, they're not yeah. these – They're not chauvinists. These not these chauvinistic men. But if I ever did come across these chauvinistic men, I'd be like – that would entice me like 10 times more to be like, come on, women, we cannot let a chauvinistic pig win this season. Yeah, and like you said, you each have one vote. You have the exact same power in the game. So it doesn't matter the size of them. If they double your size, you have the same amount of power if you know how to use it properly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So that's why I'd be like, yep, let's band together. No, but, good point, good point. Yeah. 
But yeah. Yeah, I also feel like it's um it's hard, like the responsibilities for women are harder. I know that's like we're in twenty twenty three, but I feel like I like I have a young daughter now and I would love to be on this show and I like I feel like I would definitely be drawn to other women and particularly other mothers knowing what they've given up to be on the show. Mm. I know that men, like if, if you were to get on the show, you also give up the exact same thing, which is our daughter. But I feel like it's, um, women have that like, not connection, but mothers particularly have that like, um, you call it connectivity. Like I see you talk to other mothers and all of a sudden without even knowing another mother, you talk about birth and you best mates. Oh my God. Like this is wild. But like, I remember like after I had our daughter and Lily, her name is Lily. <laughs> like after, yeah, you know, Lily, that's, that's your daughter. After, after we had Lily, like you literally, like I met women and they didn't even ask me my name. They were just like, Oh, and how was your birth? And you start talking about like all these experiences of like motherhood. Before yeah. you've even, like, the deepest things, like, that you could not express to your friends, you could talk to with strangers because you have this bond that you're a mother. Um, yeah, it's a common experience that you've been through. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like I would definitely be drawn to not just mothers. Like, I was going to say, what if like, they don't have kids? No, like, they don't have to. You don't, you don't have to have kids. I mean, at all, like... There's just the struggles of being a woman throughout your whole life, perhaps. Like, things that you've, you've naturally just gone through the same... Similar experiences just by being a woman. I feel like a lot of women are still shut down by alpha males, which is surprising because I'm married to an alpha male. Uh, I listen to buckles every night. Um, but I have no problem speaking back to other men because I'm a strong personality, but I'd love to also bring that out in other women, like people that are shy, younger women, things like that, that, uh, con like, you don't need to be rude to people, but you can just show that like we're equal and that you can have an opinion and a strong opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it's a real powerhouse. Um, yeah, no, it's just something that the unites you all. I, I mean, I'm not going to compare it to race, but it is similar where you see, well, we hear it a lot, uh, especially in the last few seasons, about when there's two like African American players playing together. They have this unspoken bond because of the just like shared experiences they've been through, and they generally try and work together. And I think it's not quite the same, but it is similar in the way that women, like like what you're saying, have this have this connectivity of we've had a similar life experience, and especially if you've had a child and gone through motherhood, like you can appreciate that in another person and respect them a bit more, perhaps. And you sort of want to do well with each other, and you want them to do well. Yeah, yeah. Look, and at the end of the day, like, if the opportunity arose and I was like, yes, we've got some kick-ass women, let's do it, let's win it, perfect. I'd be like, let's join it. Love to see a strong woman win it. But I can also talk to men. I can also be five five guys to one girl. Like, I don't have that issue with men and women. So, like, at the end of the day, I'm happy with whoever wins um, and yeah, I could definitely do an all girl alliance and I could see myself working with someone like D, um, Emily, these strong, smart, intelligent people. But then I could also be like, yeah, no, you know what? I can take, you know, some of these alpha guys and I can be like, oh yeah, cool. Let's, let's, 
Yeah. Like, you yeah. know. I think it has to suit your game. It has, like, yeah. And I think this is what exactly why it didn't work. It didn't suit everyone's game. Like, it Correct. was fine to say it because some people will believe it, but at the end of the day, it's not. if it doesn't yeah, suit your game, don't do it. Yeah, don't I'm do not, it for the I'm sake not gonna, of it. I'm not going to just totally adapt and be like, oh, I have to have a woman win this season. No. The person that has to win this season is me. Exactly. So, however it benefits me, man, woman, whoever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, do I want to see someone strong win that? Yes, because that someone strong is me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we saw in the episode. It, just, it, it didn't suit certain people, so they didn't go with it. So, yeah, yeah. I, think, I, mean, I think that's a perfect I, way I mean, to put I feel, it. I mean, I feel like Dee and Julia are in a perfect position anyway, so they didn't need to, like, disadvantage themselves exactly. to go to an all-girls alliance. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Maybe at some stage, like, it's good to have that little, like, oh, it's in the background noise, maybe we'll pick off the boys of the um, bellow try it first so that the girls are like, oh, yeah, we're together. It just gives them that extra alliance later if they want to pull the trigger on Austin and Drew. Yep. But, yeah. Well, I see, it gives them another out later when they, if they think Austin and Drew are getting too big and they, they might not be able to beat them, Correct. it gives them that option to say, let's take them down later by having Kendra and Katura and, and even Emily waiting in the wings to, let's let's make another alliance. Like, yeah. you've already planted the seed of this all-girls thing. Yes, it didn't work this vote, but maybe down the track you can use that. But maybe down the track, yeah, we'll just save you just so that we can use you later. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So I think that's a very good point. Mm. All right, let's move on to um, uh, another segment we do called Next Time on Survivor, uh, where we predict what's going to happen next week. Now, before we do that, let's look at what we said last week. The Reba Bellow War starts. Okay. Bruce either has to play his idol... Or he's gone. I think it's Jake or Bruce next week, without a doubt, unless we get a correct idle play, which is what I'm hoping for. And I'm not sure. I think Bruce is a bit too stubborn to give his idol up for Jake. But I think I need it. We need a correct idol play for a possible Reba vote out. But Bruce and Jake are in the firing line. That one of them is going home. Well, you have to you have to pick a side. You can't just say one. Bruce, pick uh, one. Jake goes home. I think Bruce is too stubborn to give up his idol. Well, I mean, Buckles, although it wasn't right, it wasn't that far off the mark. Like he didn't play his idol because he was immune. So it's almost the same thing. Like I'm, I'm probably going to give him the big tick for that because it was pretty close. He didn't mention Kelly, but Jason Brook, uh, Jay, Jake. <laughs> But and ja- Bruce. But Jake and Bruce were the targets until he got immunity, and even Jake after that. So it's not too far off the mark. No, I think you've done well, Buckles, there. I'll give you the tick there. All right, let's see what I said about uh, last week. Yeah, I was I was thinking Jake, but now you're talking about idols. It's like they can't split the vote. There's not enough numbers. So exactly. they really have to load up on one yeah. person. So if they do that on Bruce, but people know Bruce has an idol, I think. Because yeah. Caleb's told Emily that, so Emily can relay that information. So they probably target Jake instead. Maybe try and get Bruce to play an idol on himself and vote Jake out. I'm going to go with Jake as well. Yeah. Well, I guess same same thing as Buckles. Like, I went Jake. If Bruce doesn't win immunity, this is, we're pretty much spot on with the idol and everything. But it's it's hard. But you can't pick an immunity winner. Like, it's, what are we supposed to do? No, I think you guys have done pretty well there. Um yeah. Give us a big tick, or what do you, what do you think? Uh, I'll give you both a big tick. Okay, lock that in. Lock it in, Eddie. Um, all right. Well, let's let's move on to what do we think is going to happen next week. 
Because I feel like it might be the same predictions as on repeat. Uh, yes, I, I I do think the prediction for me is that the votes are going to be split between Jake and Bruce. Uh, Bruce will play the idol and Jake will go home, which I'm not happy about, but that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, look, I think Drew sort of set up this episode. Like, Drew, at the end of it, he's like, yeah, we're going to save this vote for next week. Like, what? I, I can't really see anything else happening. Like, who who's going to jump off that ship to save Bruce and Jake? I can't see Katura doing that. Kendra's not going to do that. No. Look, Emily's I, not going to do that. The, the only way that they, them two are saved is one of them wins immunity and the other one, and Bruce plays the art. Like, if, yeah. Jake needs to win immunity or hope that Bruce wins immunity and gives the idol, which I can't see Bruce giving the idol to Jake. No. So, so yeah. I think unless Jake wins immunity, he's pretty much gone. At least we know Bruce has the idol to play. I think Bruce will probably play it regardless next week. So I'm going to say Bruce plays it. Jake goes home. That's my prediction. Um, look, it'd be great to see one of them win immunity. And then, look, if, even if Bruce wins immunity, he might give it to Jake. Although he probably would still keep it for himself just to say safe an extra tribal after that. Yeah. So um, Jake would have to win immunity to save himself. And if he does, that would be extremely interesting. Like, what do you think would happen if Jake wins immunity? Let's, 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 because, you know, we didn't, we didn't compensate for Bruce winning immunity. Well, if Jake wins immunity, Bruce plays his idol. Where is this going to go this far, do you think? Because um, everyone knows Bruce has an to- idol. Yeah, that's So they'll, they'll make a contingency plan, yeah. So I feel like if that does happen, so Bruce wins immunity. No, Jake, Jake wins, wins immunity. immunity. Bruce plays his idol. Katura goes home. Katura, Yeah, I'm probably yeah. going to say Kendra because I think she, like Katura's sort of working her way in with the Reavers. So mm. that's where I'm thinking. But, uh, I mean, who knows? We'll, mm. I guess we'll see next week. Watch this space. Watch Exactly. Watch this space. All right, so let's eulogize Kelly as a player, rank her as a player, rank her as a character, uh, Memorable moment, and will she return? Oh, I'll go first. Um, yeah, Kelly, I thought she was a really good player. I thought she had a pretty much a lock on Bello from the start. Like, she had connections with everyone. She seemed to be, like, the figurehead without visually being the figurehead um, in terms of inside the game. But I guess from the TV perspective, we saw that. Uh, really good just person as a player. I thought she was playing a great game. Uh, as a character, yeah, like, she was a bit of fun. She wasn't, like, the most fun person, but she had enough to say... Like, I liked her. That's the main thing, I suppose. Uh, memorable moment, I guess, when she left, like the whole what the hell guys thing. I think that's become a meme pretty quick overnight. Uh, I've yeah. seen it around the social media, so that's pretty cool. Uh, will she return? It's tough. Like, she came, what, 10th? Uh, she's definitely coming back. I'm not, uh, no. It's hard to say. Like, she was she, good, but was she that good? Yeah, no, she's coming back. She's got inroads with poverty already and Kelly Wentworth. I've seen it on socials. Okay. She, yeah. Um, I, I haven't seen that. Her and Kelly Wentworth were talking. It was like Kelly's Kelly's reunite. So yeah, okay. she's she's coming back. She's got, yeah. And I saw something already that was like basically like, Oh, yeah, she's coming back. Okay. She's so coming back. You the, heard it here first. The, 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 the social media um, guru of Survivor 3BS says she's coming back. Okay. What did you think of her as a player slash character? No, I really loved her. I thought she was a great, like, she was great to watch. Like, yes, she wasn't this, like, big, like, Caroline um, personality. personality, but I thought she was a very good player. Did have a good um, read and, like, social network within Bello. I think her downfall was uh, 
was Bruce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bruce destroyed her game. But, yeah, I think she was a great player and she will be back. That's my prediction. Lock that in then. Lock it in for season 48 when they do her all-stars. She's definitely coming back. Right, yeah. (laughs) All right, let's move on to a Buckles buff of the episode, um, which is where we rank the best best player of the episode every week. Uh, Who have you gone with this week, Jack? I have gone with Drew. I think Drew was the mastermind that that, unfortunately got rid of Kelly but saved this move of the um, Bruce and Jake move for next week. So, yes, I have to go with Drew there. Yeah, it's hard to disagree. I've also gone with Drew. I think, yeah, the whole the whole plan to get out Kelly was, you know, it's, it's not a stroke of genius because it's not that hard to think of, but he was the one that thought it up, say, hey, Let's let's you know, Bruce is immune. Let's save that Jake and Bruce thing for next time. Let's just get Kelly. Let's blindside her. Like she won't know about it. Great move there. Um, he gets like they're in a group chat sort of thing around the world, and and Couture's there, and he's like, "Well, who do you want to vote for?" And he's like, "Well, I don't really want to say a name, sort of thing. I can't remember exactly his wording." And he sort of he gets Couture to say Bruce. And he's like, oh, we could do that. Like, like as if he didn't know she was oh, going to yeah, say that. Oh, no, yeah, no, I thought that was brilliant. Like, yeah. he was he was baiting her yeah. to say the really. name and act kind of he acted kind of very oblivious to who they were going to vote for, but really he knew exactly what was yeah, going on. Really and I thought that was very strategic. Manipulates her quite well. Yeah. Um, also, he's got this relationship with Emily where Emily comes to him and says, hey, this Girls' Alliance is happening. And so he's sort of got inroads there, which I think was good, like to get that information what you see. So he was in a good spot there. And, you know, he gets the rice for his tribe. So great episode from uh, Drew all round. And mm-hmm. that's uh, two buffs for Drew this week. Which brings us to the buff leaderboard, which is a bit of a logjam. A lot of players on this board now. A lot of people getting some votes. So on one, we had Sabaya and Caleb leaving on one. Uh, also with Bruce Couture and Julie on one. Kelly leaves on two buffs with Austin also on two. Drew with a huge week moves up to three and outright second. And on top of the leaderboard is Emily with four. So, yeah, it's, it's getting tight at the top. We thought Emily might have some competition coming soon. And, and Drew's really giving her a run for her money now. Uh, so that's it for this week of Survivor. Anything you have coming up, Jack? No, nothing uh, Nothing too exciting coming up. Just a lovely weekend with my husband, Mac. That's you. Well, that sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing really planned. Just, um, yeah, enjoy a bit of sunshine and time with the... Bit of Survivor UK, perhaps. Bit of Survivor... Bit more Survivor. Uh, can you ever get enough, but That's the question. Like, is it ever too much? The answer is... Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, you can never get enough Survivor. Three episodes a week, two pods a week. Does it get any better? This is the prime time Survivor. All we need now is another season to come up like Australian Survivor. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I don't have much on either. Might be going to the aquarium tomorrow, which could be fun. But yeah, no one needs to know that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Check us out on uh, Facebook at Survivor Buffs Blind Sides of Banter, on Instagram at Survivor underscore 3BS, or on Twitter at Survivor 3BS. I've been Mac, she's been Jackie, you've been amazing, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. 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 Is this Survivor? Are you listening to Survivor? Guys. I think it's a survival. Dude, you must really like survival.